Why, oh boy, was that some... Boy, was that some Purim. Oh boy, unbelievable Purim. Woo! I'm telling you, what a Purim that was. Indeed it was. Uh, how was your Purim, Rabbi Herbs? Oh, my Purim was fantastic. If your Purim was fantastic, so was mine. Well, that, that's good to know. Anyhow, uh, so what's cooking, Rabbi Herbs? I'm not cooking anything right now. I think I'm ready to start our show. So let us begin with telling everybody that you are now listening to J-Root Radio 97.5 FM. Uh, yeah, that's right. And if you want to listen... Listen to the radio on the telephone. You can listen to it on 712-432-4217. And if you want to listen live or archives, and I'm going to call it 718-506-9099. That's fantastic. That was great. And now I'd like to remind everybody, if you would like to donate to J-Root Radio, the address is 2829 Nostrand Avenue. That number again is 2829 Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, of course, 11229. If you would like to text in a message, okay, you can text in a message at 347... And where did I put that? Oh, yes, here it is. Oh, here it is. Come on, Ramesh, don't just say it. 347, but almost everybody's cell phone number starts with a 347. Mine doesn't. Oh, yes, okay. You're right. Yours is a 646. Okay. Anyways, if you want to text in a message, or you want to text in a story, or you want to text in to find out information about how to sponsor a show, or just to donate, or whatever, or to advertise, then... Text in at 347-927-8398. That number again is 347-927-8398. If you'd like to listen on a kosher internet, of course, we are JRoot Radio. And you can get that as JRoot, J-R-O-O-T, radio.com. Okay, I think I covered all of that. Okay, now it's time to talk about you. Me? Yes, you. All right, what do you want to talk about? Well, first of all, let's just say that, um, uh, how would you say it? I don't know. How would you say it? Okay, so let's just say that, um, uh, uh you had a wonderful Purim and you sold a lot of CDs, Baruch Hashem. Now let's go buy that. Oh, yes, that's correct. Okay, so if anybody's interested in hiring Rabbi Yitzhak for storytelling during the summer months, then don't wait till the last minute because I got a little secret for you. Some people have already started booking Baruch Hashem. So those day camps that call early enough and book early enough, they'll have their particular dates that they want. And also, if there's any, like, bungalow colonies or uh, sleepaway camps that want to hire me to do a story or credit demonstration or something of that nature, then you should call me at 718 375 1294. That number again is 718-375-1294. And yes, I will be coming up, depending on how many calls I get, and particularly which week is the most dates asked for or requested, I should say. That will be the week that I will come up to the mountains and perhaps do some stories in... uh, the camp sections or the uh, bungalow colony or both. I could be there for a few days or maybe for even a week. 
Okay, so that takes care of that. And if everybody is interested in buying any of my story CDs, which most of them, which is now cl- uh, over 40 of them, uh, that are not available in stores, if you want to buy them, you want more information, you want me to email you or fax you a list, you can call 718 375 1294, and I'll be more than happy to email you or fax you the completed list at the present moment. Okay, and it's good to know that the uh, I did listen to some of your requests, and the newest 16 CDs that came out Hanukkah time, they do have separate tracks, so it's a little bit easy for you. You see, I was able to take care of that. You made a request, and I finally was able to take care of it. Okay, now, uh, uh, what else should we do? How about telling a story? Oh, yes, of course, but I have to remind everybody one more thing. Okay, I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll do it. What are you going to do? I'll remind everybody that what they got to do is the following. Are you ready? Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's go. Get moving. All right. Um, 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 uh, if anyone wants to hire Rabbi Yitzhir, you know, besides the storytelling and, and, and during the summer, they can hire him now also, you know. <laughs> of course, there's no question about it. Uh, but I'd like to point out that if anybody's interested in art lessons or karate, lessons or qigong exercises and things like that then of course the number to call is 718-375 um um is not a number 1294 okay we got that straight okay i think we covered everything and now i think uh we will uh begin a story oh that's a great idea do you have a story of course i have a story well, I would like to thank uh, Mr. Uh, I don't know uh, if it's a boy or a man, or but I know it's a, bo- uh, a male because his first name is Benjamin, but the last name he didn't give me, he just said Benjamin Z. So Benjamin Z, this story is dedicated to you because you emailed this story and I liked it very much. And you did give me a lot of facts to use in the story, which is very appreciative. And there's one thing I want to tell you that I will be using my poetic license to revamp the story even more enhancing, okay? All righty. So are you ready to tell the story? Yes, I am. Okay, so take it away. I should take you away. Oh, no, here we go again. It's not Purim time. Okay, now... Because we're getting closer to Pesach, as some people say Pesach, which is the correct pronunciation, but everybody got so used to the Yiddish way of saying Pesach or Pesach or Pesach. But whenever it is, the bottom line comes out, we're getting closer to Pesach. And it so happens that this particular story that was emailed in is a story that has to do with Pesach. First, we got to go to the year 1692. Wow, was I born? Here we go again. Why do you always have to do that? Oh, I just thought it would be funny. How many times do you think that line could be funny? As many times as you laugh, I guess. All right, if I laugh, you'll stop? <laughs> okay, now let's go. Uh-huh. All right, go ahead. Well, anyways, it was the year 1692, and the place was Vilna. Yes, the place that we are talking about was Vilna. Yes, indeed. The place was Vilna. 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 That's right. The place was Vilna. But do you know where Vilna is? Yeah. (laughs) It's near Vilna. (laughs) Very funny. Very funny. Anyways, there was this place in Vilna. And I want to tell you about this place in Vilna. 
In this place in Vilda, Vilna, there was only one Jewish doctor, and his name was Dr. Aaron, but I'll call him Aaron by his Jewish name. The person wrote Aaron, which could be read as Aaron or Aaron, but since we speak Jewish names, we're going to use Aaron. Dr. Aaron Goodman was a wonderful doctor. As a matter of fact, he was the only doctor in Vilna. As a matter of fact, in the whole Polish area, he was the only one, and pretty much near parts of Russia, too. But anyways, he was the only Shema Shabbos doctor in 1692 in that area. That is known. It could be others, but I don't know them, but this one I do. So anyways... You know him? You lived there at that time? No, what I mean is I know about him. Oh, you know about him. Uh, okay, so what about him? If you're quiet. Okay, go ahead. All right. Anyway, so let me tell you what happened. It was near Pesach time, and Dr. Aaron Goodman was going around to the marketplace. All right. It seems to be very good over here for me. Excuse me. I'm going to take all of that marrow over there. I know, give me the Roman lettuce over there too. Yes, that batch of Roman lettuce. I want that batch. You see that batch of Roman lettuce? I want that for me, okay? Can you get me that Roman lettuce, please? Thank you, thank you. Thank you so much. I like you very much. And I give you a tip also. Here you go. You like that? It's good. Okay, now let's go a little bit further. Let me see what I got here. Ah, let's see what I can get over here. Ah, of course, I can get some other stuff over here. No question about it. Hmm, uh, this nice vegetable over here. Uh, let's be very good. Okay, now uh, let's see if my matzo is ready for me in the bakery. Hello there. Hey, Reb Schmelke, how are you? Fine, fine, fine. That's good, that's good, that's good. Anyways, let me tell you something. I have your shmurimatis, and they're whole and they're not broken, at least not yet. What do you mean, not yet? I didn't trip, and I didn't fall, and I didn't drop them. Would you like me to? No, 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 please, please. I, I want my matzos whole. Are you going to make sure that my matzos are whole? Yeah, your matzos are going to be completely whole. Don't worry. Uh, 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 you don't mean, like, whole as in a hole in it? No, whole as in one piece. Don't worry. Don't worry. Oh, thank you very much. That's good to know. Okay, okay, and here's your money. Thank you. All right, Hasgivaldik. And let's see what else I can get. I'm going to go. First, let me take this home because I don't want the matzahs to break. Hey, look over there. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's Dr. Goodman. He, he, he's dancing in the street. I hope he doesn't drop his matches. <laughs> you know he could drop his matches. Yeah, I know, I know, but I don't think he's going to drop it. Why would he drop the matches? I mean, it's ridiculous. He wouldn't drop the matches. Why should he drop the matches? He <laughs> got a very good point. Uh, it's very interesting. I don't think he's going to drop the matches. Okay, so what do you think he's going to do instead? He's going to eat uh, pickle juice? No, 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 no. He's preparing for pizza. Oh, he prepares the best thing. Oh, yes, everybody knows he prepares the best thing. Don't worry. All right, let me see now. I'm home now. Let me open up my door. Right, I'll put down the matzahs. Hello there, I'm home. Oh, that's wonderful. Uh, you got the matzahs? I made the space right here on top of the bookcase right here. You put it up there. Easy does it. Easy, easy, easy. Gently, gently. 
Okay, Baruch Hashem, I think I put it here. It's just right. <laughs> I think that's wonderful. And now, um, did, uh, did uh, um, uh, Mechel, Mechel, come here. Did Mechel, Mechel come here. Did you, uh, did you, uh, did you? I think he did. Oh, well, let me ask him. Uh, Mechel, uh, did you go outside and... Uh, Make sure that all the special invitations went out for those who don't have a place to stay to come to me for Pesach Seder. Did you do that? Did you do? Did you? Did you? Did you, well, did you do such a thing like that? Did you? Did you do it or not? Yeah, Chauncey, I did it. I did it. Don't worry about a thing. Uh, we're gonna have a lot of guests tonight. That's good. 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 Very good. Okay, so the whole house is ganzen paisadik. It's givaldik, or like we say, ganzen paisadik. It's givaldik. It's fantastic. The whole place is givaldikly paisadik. <laughs> paisadik. 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 All right. Anyways, whatever it is, it is. Baruch Hashem. All right. Now uh, we sold the chometz a long time ago, and there's not a drop of chometz around because we already did that, and we already took care of uh, beer chometz, and 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 that was. Uh, uh, Givaldic. Uh, no, it's, it's, it's fantastic. Okay, so uh, who's going to help out over here now? And we're going to set up the table for the Seder night. And remember, and remember, bring out, bring out, bring out. Bring out what, Hearty? Uh, bring out the best of our dishes, the best of our silverware, the best of everything. All right, Hearty, sure thing. Of course, we're going to do this all the time. This is what we always do. That's right. You better believe it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. And after a while, the whole house was sparkling, spick and span. The whole table was decked. Everything was ready. Of course, they didn't put out the Seder tray right away, but the dishes were out. The fancy goblets were out. Fancy beches for everybody were out. And then they went to shul. And depending on the meaning, of course, the Nusach Sfar, they say Hallel at night by the Seder, before the Seder, actually, by Myriv, you know, at the end of Myriv, they say Hallel. And, of course, the Dr. Goodman, Dr. Aaron Goodman, came home. He opened the door first. Okay, I got Yondiv, I got Yondiv. Is everybody ready for our guest? Are you ready for our guest? Because our guests are here now. Is everybody ready for our guests? Because they are here. It's Kevaldik, Namish, Mamish, and Machaya. Kevaldik, all our guests are here. La da da di da 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 da. Bum bim bum bim bum bum. It's Yandev, Yandev. Everybody, please find the seat. Now, I try to sit people that have their children next to them. Uh, um, you know, uh, uh, yes, you'll, you'll see a name right over there. Very good. Good. Good, you found it. Chaim uh, Yankel, you got yours. Battle Schmalzen Feigl, you got yours. Herschel Hackfleisch, you have yours. And in Chaim Yankel Klutzmeyer, you have yours. And and uh, what's your name? Zeleg Ziedel Ziedelbeidel. Ziedelbeidel has yours. Very good. Okay, Edelina, Zetzchavek. Everybody, sit down. And we are ready. Okay, let me put down the big Seder plate. All right, we are ready. Mamash Givaldik. Matzis, everybody got Matzis over there near them. They want to make a say that also. Okay, let me go And of course, he began to make Kiddush. It was a beautiful Kiddush. And he went on to every part of the Seder. He was up to Magin. And the little one said, Because I 
la nerfie de Gansje. Why is the night a Pesach different than all of the nights of the whole year? And of course, the little baby also wanted to say, And of course, everybody finished the Manashnana, and people were so smiley because they thought it was cute from the littlest to the oldest of the children were saying there was no machloikis, no fights among them. And the Seder moved on. Magid. And Magid went on, and he talked about the story of the Seder. And finally, they were up to Dayeno. And of course they finished singing Dayenu and then they were finally up to Moitsi Matzah. And then finally after that, they were finally up to Shulchan Oirech. And everybody, you know, they sat down to eat. And some of the people started talking among themselves. You know, Shmeren, I was just thinking... Uh, what were you thinking about, Mr. Eli? What was Trachtefon? What were you thinking about? You're thinking great things? I was just thinking. Take a look at this table. Can I know horror? You know, almost everybody in Vilna is very poor. Except for Dr. Goldman. Everything is so beautiful here on the table, you know. He always has guests all over the place. And when it comes to Pesach, he always makes sure it's the best. That's right, I noticed that also. It's Givaldic. He's like sure that everything is good. Um, 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 Herschel, do you like everything that is here? Yeah, but, uh, see here, 100%, alles is good. Everything is fine over here. Tell me, uh, uh, Dr. Goodman, you know, how is it that you became so rich? I mean, after all, uh, most people in Vilna are very, very poor. And those that have a little bit more, it's only a little bit more. Yet look at you. Can I know not only you do invite guests, but look, everybody here has a, a golden becher over here or a silver becher. We have beautiful dishes and finery in the food. I mean, you provide matzes for everybody. And anybody wants to have his own uh, seder table, you know, I mean, the, the, how you call it? Uh, the Kaira, the Kaira. Yeah, yeah, the, the, the plate, the Seder plate, you give them also. It's a lot of money. So what's your question? I was just wondering, how do you become such a rich man? I mean, I know other doctors, I mean, they're not so rich as you. <laughs> and when you say you know other doctors, how many of those doctors are Jewish? And how many of them are Orthodox like me? In 1600s over here, in the late 1600s, you're going to tell me uh, over here in 1698, uh, you're going to tell me in 1698 or uh, 1694, uh, you're going to tell me that there are doctors like me here? Do you know I'm one of the only Orthodox doctors in the entire Polish area under this whole Polish rule? Do you know that? Hey, you haven't thought about that, huh? But I am. And trachting to think it over, you know, besides being one of the richest men around here, you know, 
I'm also uh, rich because I am a personal doctor from uh, the, the royal uh, family. You know, <laughs> they take me. They have a good reputation. Well, I have one question. Yes, what's your question? Go ahead. Now's the time while we're eating. Go ahead, ask your question. What's your question? I was just wondering, you know, I have one question to ask you, if you don't mind. Go ahead, ask your question. Whatever your question is, I'm going to try to answer it. Go ahead, tell me, tell me, tell me. What's your question? I was just wondering, you know, when I talked and I think about this, I try to, to uh, understand uh, what's going on. Uh, what do you mean by that? You know, I... I was just wondering, how is it possible for you to be a doctor here in the Polish territory when, you know, how should I say, it's basically not possible because uh, they don't allow Jewish people, Orthodox people, uh, to go to the university. So how is this possible? <laughs> you ask a very, very good, Shiloh. A very good question. And I'm going to give you a very good answer. You're going to give us a very good answer? What kind of answer are you going to give? <laughs> I'm going to give you the honest answer. I didn't get my doctor's degree over here in Poland. You you didn't? Where did you get it from? You bought it in a store? (laughs) No. As for Jolom, I would not be a phony doctor. You think I would be able to treat so many people so well if I was a phony doctor? Chas for Sholem! Chas for Sholem! No, 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 no. I'm an honest-to-goodness proper doctor. I do everything kahalocha. There's not a thing that I don't do that's not the halacha. And if I have a shayla, I always ask a rav. Now, the thing is, I didn't learn medicine over here in Polish area. I didn't learn it here in Vilna. I didn't learn it in the Polish government at all. I didn't learn it in the Russian government. You know where I learned it? No, please tell us. Tell us where you learned it from. I learned it in Italy. In Italy? Yep, in Italy. Wow. So tell me, now that you're a doctor and you got the real papers and everything and the the certificate and everything, you have a big practice and you have all this money, why do you come when it comes to Pesach, you are like so extra special, you make this yontif like, woohoo, like who knows what? Uh, You mean like I make it like it's, um, how would you say, like freedom for everybody, is that what you mean? Uh, Yeah, something like that. Well, I'm going to tell you. You see, it just so happens that, you see, when I became a doctor and I got my doctor's degree, I was on my way home and I had a slight... uh... You had a slight accident? You fell off your bicycle when you were driving back from Italy? (laughs) I'm sorry to tell you this. Chaim Dubi, you cannot go from Italy here in Vilna by a bicycle. <laughs> if you did, <laughs> I don't know how you're going to ride across the ocean. And I don't know how you're going to, well, whatever. It'll take you years and years. Anyways, that's not what it was. I was on a boat and a strange adventure happened to me. Really? I would like to know the story. All right. So everybody, while you're sitting and eating your meal, I'll tell you the story. And besides, it's a very, very big mitzvah to go over and tell over something that happened to you, that Hashem Yisbaruch saved you, you know, to say shvach v'haidor, to praise Hashem for the wonderful things that He did, and you should be very, very thankful. And I think that we should all be very thankful for the wonderful things that Hashem did. Uh, Yeah, okay, tell us the story. All right. Well, you see, I bought my ticket. 
and I was on my way to the boat docks. And I came to the captain. Tickets, please. Everybody who's got a ticket to come under the boat, please. Let me see your ticket there. What is your name? Dr. Goodman. Hey, your first name? Uh, my first name is Aaron, or like you say, Aaron. Oh, okay, no problem. You go on the boat. You say, okay, but come on, come on, let's go, let's go. Hey, the, the sailor over there is going to show you where your cabin is. Let's go. Next, 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 next. So when I was on the boat, I realized, wow, for a couple of years, I've been in Italy, and I couldn't learn as much as I wanted to learn. So I figured, you know what? I'm on this boat ride back home, and I have plenty of time. So I took my doctor's certificate, which was written on a parchment, and I rolled it up, and I put it in a waterproof pouch. And then I had my tefillin over there. At that time, I wasn't married yet. Or was I? Let me try to remember. No, I don't think I was married yet at that time. Uh, was I? Uh... No, 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 no. I was still a bocher. Yes, 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 yes. So let me tell you what happened. So I was still a bocher at that time. I believe the year was... Hmm. The year was about 1692. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was 1692 that particular time. Yeah, 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 yeah. 1692. And I was going to be on my way back to Vilna. <laughs> at least I thought I was. <laughs> so anyways, I figured like this. I'm going to go downstairs. I have a downstairs cabin. Nice, peaceful, and quiet. And I'm going to take out my swarm that I brought with me, and I'm going to learn. I'm going to catch up with my learning, whatever I did. And of course, as each day would go on, I would watch for the sunrise, the sunset, I would daven, and, and Mama Shoring eat, eat only the kosher stuff that I could eat. You know, that's what I figured to do. And that's what I was doing. And of course, I remember, one strange night, something happened that changed my whole life and my whole outlook. And then you'll understand why I make such a fancy Pesach Seder and why I have so many people, so many guests. And when I have them, I do the best I can. I make it some most, the most, uh, the most... Yeah, yeah, that's right. That, that's, 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 I think that's the word I'm looking for. The most beautifulest, the, 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 the finest, the shenst, the best, the, 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 the greatest. Uh, 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 this is what I'm trying to do. Uh-huh. All right, that sounds good. All right, so tell us more. Well, anyways... I was downstairs one evening. I believe it was one evening, and I don't remember exactly which night, but I know it was the springtime, and it wasn't so many days before Pesach. And I was hoping that we would be back. The captain told me, Don't worry, you're going to be back. You're going to end up being back in, in the wonderful country. Your uh, homeland, don't worry. It'll be in a few days. You'll be back in time for your uh, holiday or whatever it is. A ha 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 holiday. Uh, thank you very much. I do appreciate it. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate I'm going to be back in time. Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem, I'll be back in time for the Yantef. Oh, I am so, so happy. You can't even begin to imagine. At least that's what I told myself. But then, all of a sudden, one of the sailors on top of the deck said to the captain, Hey, captain, do you see? Look at the sky. Do you see the moon? Oh, no, I don't see the moon. Hey, captain, you don't see the moon. Captain, do you see any of the stars? Oh, no, I don't see any moon, and I don't see any of the stars. What is this supposed to mean? Captain, uh, you know, usually when there's a no a moon shining, and when there's no stars, that usually means that the storm is a common. Well, how do you know what is? I've been a sailor for a long time, Captain. While you're downstairs in your cabin eating the finest of foods, I, a sailor, look up here, 
And I know when to tell it there's a storm in the daytime, you could see the darker clouds. But up here at nighttime, you cannot see the darker clouds. But you know a storm is a common because all of a sudden you see there are no stars in the sky. You don't see the moon. Oh, I see. So you think there's going to be a storm coming? That's very interesting. And sure enough, the winds began to pick up. The winds were picking up, and suddenly there were loud thunder, and there was christening of lightning, and suddenly heavy rain started to pour. And the winds picked up even more. And of course, as he was going on, he told over the story and he said, Well, let me tell you something. What happened was it was unbelievable. So here I was downstairs. I was trying to learn some Gemara. And all of a sudden I find the lantern that I was learning by started to slide back and forth across the table. What's going on here? Why can't this lantern stay still? Yeah, let me just put it nicely back on the table the way it belongs. And suddenly I noticed that I was shaking back and forth. Whoa! 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 Oh, boy. Oh, boy. And, and I tried to learn the Gemara. And I said, Rabbi Shalem, what's going on here? And, and I tried to grab my sforum together. And, and I put it together. And I put it in a bag. And I went up to the top of the deck. And the winds were blowing. <laughs> And as the winds were blowing all over the place, what ended up happening was, oh, you're not going to believe this, you're not going to believe this. Suddenly the boat started to rock back and forth. Why wouldn't I believe it? It sounds like an exciting story. Even Yoshi's quiet. That's right, I am. Go ahead, Rabbi Herbs, take it away. Anyways, what happened was, um, by the way, Rabbi Herbs is listening too. Oh, sorry. Uh, 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 Dr. Goodman, you take it away. All right, I'll take it away. Anyways, the storm was brewing, and the boat was shaking back and forth, and the captain was saying, Lower the sails! Lower the sails! We have too much wind! Too much wind! Lower the sails! Aye, aye, Capitan! We're going to lower the sails! We're going to lower the sails! And they started to lower the sails. And after they lowered the sails, they still the boat was shaking back and forth. Oh, no! we got to throw things overboard! we got to throw things overboard! Capitan, are you going to throw me overboard? No, no, I said things. Uh, Come on, let's throw some heavy stuff overboard. And all of a sudden, the captain, he started to throw things over the board. He threw it over the board? Dr. Goodman, what do you mean he threw it over the board? Uh, Not over the board. He threw it overboard means over the ship. Oh, Rabbi Herbs, you deal with him. Yeah, I know. But I figured you should try a little bit. Okay. Um, uh, go ahead. Dr. Goodman, continue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so what happened was this. The boat started to rock back and forth. And suddenly big waves started to fly on top of the boat. <laughs> and another one. <laughs> and another one. <laughs> and suddenly the boat looked like it was going through a washing machine. And it was shaking back and forth. <laughs> and the captain was going. <laughs> And the sailors were going, and suddenly the wind blew so hard, it broke off part of the top part of the boat. And part of the boat snapped off. The sails, the posts started flying off into the water. 
Oh boy, oh boy. And I realized that this is going to be a terrible storm. So what I did was, I ran downstairs as quickly as I could. I took the waterproof pouch. The waterproof pouch. <coughs> it was terrible down there. It was dusty because as the boat was shaking back and forth, it shook the dust from the walls, the ceiling. <coughs> it was terrible there. And then what happened was this. I took the waterproof pouch with my doctor's diploma. I tied it up tight and I tied it around my waist. And then I took my feeling and I also tied it around my waist in a waterproof pouch. Then I tried to grab my swarm and I came to the top of the boat and I said to the captain, Captain, what are we going to do now? What are we going to do? What is happening? Uh, don't worry, we got everything under control! Captain! Captain! Oh no, the captain, he went over the board. He, he in the water. Uh, I'll save you. I'm coming to you. And the sailors jumped in to try to save their captain. But all of a sudden, the boat started to capsize. It started to turn over. Rabbi Herbs? Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm enjoying this. You're doing a good job, Dr. Goodman. Go ahead. Even Yossi is quiet. Wow, you're doing such a good job. Maybe you want to take over. No, no, I just do what I have to do. Anyways, the boat capsized. It turned over. Whoa! And other people fell into the water. Yeah! Help! Help! I can't swim. Help! I want my mommy. Help! And then the next thing I know, I was struggling in the water. Where am I swam? Oh, no! I lost them. I let go when I fell overboard. But my feeling is still tied to me. Baruch Hashem, I still got my tefillin, and I got my doctor's parchment over here, all tied to me. Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem. Okay, okay, now, now where am I swimming? Oh, the wind is bouncing this way and that way. I'm going to get tired, I'm going to drown. Wait, wait, there's a broken mast over there from, from, from the boat. I'm going to grab onto it, let me swim over there. Oy, oy. Okay, and I got to this, and I hooked on, and I held myself tight, but all of a sudden the waves were bouncing. And it hit me so hard, and I couldn't understand why. But my doctor's diploma, this, this thing, the, the, the degree for the doctor was still tied to my waist. But all of a sudden, for some reason, I don't understand at the moment when I was in the water. But later on, I understood. The uh, strap, it snapped open. And the feeling went bye-bye. Hey, wait, wait. But then I realized the feeling was sinking to the bottom. And I said, even if I dive underneath... The feeling will probably get ruined because if the snap of the snap of the uh, strap cracked open, then probably water got in to the bag and it's not waterproof anymore. And then eventually the storm quieted down. When the storm quieted down, I realized I was still holding on to the log. And I don't know, I must have fallen asleep. But the next thing I knew, the sun was shining. And then when the sun came up, I was looking to the right, I was looking to the left, and I realized, oh, land, land, I see land, Baruch Hashem, thank you, Rabbi Yisraelim, land, 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 and I got to the land, and I swam to the shore, and I was soaking wet, and I tried to drip off, but it was a little chilly out there, I had no idea where I was, but one thing I noticed, my feeling was gone, and my swarm were gone. And my yarmulke was gone. And my clothing was soaking wet. That's right. Anyways, 
I was soaking wet. Didn't know what to do. So I decided to walk a little <laughs> safer ground. And then when I didn't see anybody looking, I went to the doctor's pouch, opened it up, and Baruch Hashem, no water got in. My doctor's degree was 100% perfect. It was gewaldic, fantastic, unbelievable. So what I did was, the next thing I did was, since everything was perfect in my doctor's pouch, what I did, you're not going to believe what I did. I went over, are you ready for this? I reached in and I remembered, I put some money over there. Yes, international money. Money that's good in any country, or they will exchange it. So I took some of this money, and I was walking, walking, walking into the nearest village, whatever was near the ocean over there, and I came to an inn. I had no idea what language it was because I don't understand the language. But I try with uh, my broken European accent to uh, speak and say, and the person understood my language, and he told me this is an inn. And then I rented a room, and I asked him to buy me fresh new clothing. I gave him the morning. Everything was good. And then after I settled down, I was dressed, I was rested, and I asked him, so tell me, what country am I in? And this man said, uh, Mister, I would like to tell you, you're in Spain. A what? You're in Spain, you understand? You're now in Spain. This country is Spain. Oh. Oh. It's a very, a very nice country, if you understand. Unless, of course, you're Jewish. <laughs> do I look like I'm Jewish? What is going on here? Look, do I have skull cap? Eh? Eh? What do I have that's Jewish? Eh? <laughs> Did you see me come in here with those uh, Jewish stuff? No, of course not. So what, what are you talking about? Uh, uh, what do you mean? Ah, uh, you're lucky, mister, because if you would come from maybe, you know, like a, a, a Jewish place, you know, you'll be in trouble because they take you and they, they, they burn you on the stake. Excuse me? They give me steak? A newcomer? <laughs> Why would they do that? No, no, no. You become the steak. If you're Jewish, you become the steak. They put fire in the middle. They tie you up to this, you know, pole, and they put firewood, and everybody gathers around, especially the the people, uh, you know, the 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 priests and everything. You know, this is the years of the Spanish Inquisition. You understand? Uh, oh, so I'm in Spain. I'm really in the place where the Spanish Inquisition is taking place. You know, I heard about this where I come from. It's very interesting. So the next time they're going to take a Jewish person and, and, and tie him up to a, to a post and burn him, could you please let me know? I'd love to see one of these things. I never saw one of these things before. Oh, sure, no problem. But wait, Baruch Hashem. He doesn't suspect that I'm Jewish. Uh, but Hashem, when I last told him just now, I, I hope, I really hope that he thinks that I'm uh, not Jewish. Uh, I look at the calendar over there. <gasps> In two, three days is Pesach. <gasps> what am I going to do? I, I need a Seder. <gasps> Wait a second. If I remember correctly, there are some people in this country that couldn't afford to leave or they were afraid to leave. They didn't want to take the challenges on the road. So what did they do? <gasps> I remember what they did. Of course I remember what they did. They went over and they... <gasps> of course I remember now what they did. They went over and became Maranos. Jews that are Jewish in secrecy. Hmm. That means 
if Pesach is coming around, then I have to find where are some Jews. But it's not going to be easy. Hmm. I know. Erev Pesach. I'm going to walk around in the marketplace by the fruits and vegetables. <laughs> yes. I am going to be smart about this. <laughs> and so, when I came to Erev Pesach, I went there. And I was looking, keeping my eyes open very carefully. I wanted to see which Jew. I wanted to see which Jew. You understand? Which Jew is going to buy uh, the kind of vegetables we use for the Seder plate? I didn't have to wait long. All of a sudden, the stagecoach pulled up. And it pulled up. <coughs> and out came the servant. Monsieur is in French, but if you don't mind, I like to speak French where I used to come from. But if you want, I should speak Spanish. I will speak Spanish. Okay? No, it's quite all right. Whatever you feel comfortable, I speak Spanish, I speak French, and I speak pickled Hungarian. What is pickled Hungarian? <laughs> a language for you to learn. Okay, no, um, let's see now. Um, may I have my basket, please? I'm going to go shopping. Um, 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 I don't see anybody looking over here. Here's some parsley. <laughs> oh, so he took some parsley. I see that he took some parsley. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he took some parsley. <gasps> I see he took the parsley. This is great. Because if he took parsley, <laughs> he's good. I like it. So what else is going to take? <gasps> he's going for those Roman lettuce over there. <laughs> Let me just walk a little bit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, nobody seems to be looking at me now this present moment. Uh, let me see to the right. Let me see to the left. Oh, of course. I will now take Roman lettuce. Put it inside. <coughs> ah, a little bit of this. <coughs> a little bit of this. If I did know better, I'd swear he bought everything <laughs> for the Seder. Matzis he probably baked by himself. Hmm. He's going back in the stagecoach. Come, servant, I got what I need. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Now, if you take me back quick enough, you can have your vacation. Bye-bye now. Uh, 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 yes, monsieur. Uh, oh, stop it, monsieur. Say, senor. Uh, yes, monsieur, senor. Uh, whatever. Oh, stop it already. Just whatever. And so the wagon left. Uh, 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 excuse me, you over there. Uh, uh, that man looks like a rich man. Who is he? Oh, that man. That man, I could tell you his name. I will tell you his name is uh, Dan uh, Elfranso Pacarno. Dan Elfranso Pacarno? Yes, you can call him Dan for short. Uh, very interesting. And where does he live? Uh, he lives, you see down that road over there? You go straight ahead. After that, you make a left turn, and then you follow the winding road, and you will see this very big palace, like a big mansion. That's his, because he has a high government job. Very, very important officer for the government. Yes. 
thank you very much. Thank you, thank you. I think I'll start out now and walk over there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. did he go over there? What are you asking me for? Why don't you ask Dr. Goodman? Dr. Goodman, did you go over there? Of course I went over there. What do you think? Okay, anyways, I'm here now. Let me go through this big gate. <laughs> All right, I went through the big gate. And now let me go over to the big door and let me knock on the door. Is somebody knocking on the door? Uh, yes, if you don't mind, uh, can you please open the door? One moment, please. <coughs> May I help you? Uh, yes, um, I'd like to uh, see your master, if you don't mind. I'm sorry. Pretty soon I will be sent on my vacation. And I have no time to tend to guests. So therefore, do yourself a favor, do me a favor, and do my boss a favor. Go away. We don't see anybody at this time. All the other servants left on vacation. Goodbye. I'm not giving up. I'm going to knock again on the door. I told you to go away. What is the matter with you? Are you hard of hearing? Uh, no, I'm not. Listen, if you're not going to let me in, can you do me one favor? All right, if it'll get you to leave, what is it? All right, I'll tell you what. Tell your master that there's a man standing at the door who has no place to stay tonight. No place where to eat tonight. Could you please tell your master... All right, I will tell him. And about two minutes later, he comes back and he says, I don't know what you said, but my master's heart is bleeding for you because you have no place to stay. So he said to come in. Now, if you don't mind, I have to leave on vacation. I hope you didn't bring the rest of your family. Oh, no, 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 no. I did not bring the rest of my family. Don't worry. Good. Then I don't have to tend to your needs. I hope you could take care of yourself because I'm going on vacation. Goodbye. Enjoy. <laughs> uh, hello there. How are you? How are you? <laughs> Very nice. Okay. Now, we stop the games now. You will tell me who you are. <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, I'm a guest. <laughs> You don't fool me. I know you. You try to tell me your guest. You are a spy. You think I don't know about these things? I'm not Jewish. Why you come here? Especially today. Ah, I know the Inquisition sends out spies. Especially when it's the evening of the Passover for the Jews. But I tell you, look around. Look around, whatever you want to look around. You can look around and you won't see nothing, okay? Go, 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 look there, look there, look everywhere you want to, okay? You're not going to find anything here. Uh, I don't want to find anything here. What I want to find, I already found right here where I am. What are you talking about? Um, uh, did your servant go? Yeah, of course my servant went. What's the problem? Well, you see, um, the problem is... um. I would like to, uh, how you say, um, 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 I'd like to be by you for Pesach. What? 
Are you crazy? Are you out of your mind? What did you say? I, I said I would like to be by you for Pesach. There's no such thing as Pesach over here. I'm not Jewish. What are you crazy? You're trying to get me in trouble for something? I'm not them. You know what they do to Jewish people? They take them out in the street. They put them against the pole. They put wood over there. They set the fire and everybody jumps and buffs them down. They dance. Oh, no. Don't you try that with me. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> you don't fool me. Listen. I'm going to reveal a secret to you. I'm Jewish. Now, you can do one or two things. You can go to the proper authorities and tell that you found the Jew. And then they will probably take me out and kill me. But on the other hand, I also could probably tell that you are Jewish. What? What are you talking about? I'm not Jewish. You're crazy. What are your mind? You try to get me in trouble. You're crazy. I'll call the authorities right now. What's the matter with you? You, you don't understand. I'm going to tell them that you are keeping Pesach. What? I'm keeping what you say? Passover. Ah, you Passover over there. Get out of here. Get out of here. Don't come back. No, you don't understand. I know that you're going to keep Pesach. What are you talking about? I'm not Jewish, I told you. Hey, don't get me in trouble. I don't want to die. You don't want to die. So get out. Tell that you're Jewish. Go, go, go. Goodbye. 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 No, 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 no. You listen to me. Calm yourself down. I saw what you bought in the supermarket. I saw what you bought in the marketplace. I know that you are Jewish because of what you bought for the Seder plate. Hmm. This guy knows too much. Hmm, what are going to do? Wait a minute. I got the idea. All right. You think that you're Jewish? Ha, ha, ha. I think you're a spy. Ha, ha. Say something that's Jewish. Uh, let's see. Uh, Jewish people are very famous for... Uh, Kriyashma. Yeah, you know, let me hear you say Kriyashma Balper. All right. Shma Yisrael. And he said the whole Kriyashma. We have to And he finished the whole Kriyashma. Wow. So you are Jewish. All right. Listen to me. All my servants went away on vacation. Now you follow me. Come, come with me. And so he took me down this passageway. We went over and moved the curtain aside. He pressed the panel. All of a sudden, the wall went... And the wall switched around. And we went through the wall. And then we went down the staircase. And then we went down another staircase. And then we went down another staircase. And the staircase after the staircase. And we were deep in the underground. And there I saw tunnels from different places leading over there. And many Jews came there. And they celebrated Pesach together. And even though they couldn't scream and sing, die, die, I know, die. Their die, die, was, die, die, I know, die, die, I know. They had to do it very softly so that the sounds should not be carried up through the tunnels and up through the top. And they had to cover for themselves to make sure nobody suspected what they did. But to me, I saw an amazing Pesach. For a moment, these Jewish people here stuck in Spain, they were able to celebrate Pesach, a mitzvah. And they told over the story Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim so beautifully, with such joy, in the face of danger. So, and they put out the best stuff. And I said to myself, if I ever get home, I'm going to be making Pesach very special, the best possible. And so what happened was, as you know, I got home. How did you get home? Well, it happens to be after Pesach. He gave me some money to help me get a ticket. And I went back to, to Vilna. And here I am. 
And after I got married, I decided that I'm going to have a nice big house, not because I need it yet, because I only have a few children so far, uh, but I made it big so I can be able to have a lot of guests, and I made up that I'm going to use my richest for tzedakah, and I'm going to make the most beautiful, beautiful Pesach that I, that I have ever seen or that ha- anybody has ever seen. And maybe we could feel the Gula Shlema and maybe through this Pesach, say that when we say Nirza and then we sing L'Shana Habab Yerushalayim, maybe Mashiach will taka come. Yeah, yeah, Damal and Gatsiren, your words in God's ear. Wow. That was a great story, Dr. Goodman. I didn't even have to interrupt you too much. Neither did I. It was so exciting, especially with the water and the storm and everything. <gasps> Woo! That was great. And they didn't catch you? No, they didn't catch me. I lived throughout those uh, late years, and I died somewhere in the 1700s. You can check it up in your history books. <laughs> See, he died in the 1700s. So what are you doing here? I'm just popped up for the story. <laughs> you popped, popped up for the story. Okay, Rabbi Yerbs, I think the story is over. I think it's time for some phone calls. I think so, too. All right, uh, we're going to take some phone calls. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name? Hello? I am Wickler. I am Wickler. Okay, and what lesson are you learning in tonight's story? That you should try to keep mitzvahs even if it's hard. That is correct. That's definitely in there. Thank you very much. Very good. Thank you. Okay. Hello. You're on the air. What is your name? Hello? Yes. You're on the air. What is your name? Figaro Kayach. Okay. Figaro Kayach. I think you called last week also, right? Yeah. Okay. Good. Baruch Hashem. You got it again. Okay. So what lesson do you learn in tonight's story? You should always do a lot of achasis archim. Right. And you should always trust in Hashem because even if you get in trouble or like you... I don't think it's, this is going to ever happen to you, but if you get stranded on somewhere, whatever, Hashem always may find something, some way to help you. That is very true, and it's very, very possible. Maybe one day I'll tell you how I once ended up, instead of going to Bar Mitzvah for Shabbos, I ended up somewhere else because of a big snowstorm. But that's a separate Whoa. story. Okay, <laughs> thank you very also, much. Also, say hello to Yassi. Okay, say hello to Yassi. Hello. Hi, how are you? I'm so happy that you listened to us. Thanks a lot. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye. Okay, hello, you're on the air. What is your name? Hello, what is your name? Hello, you're on the air. Okay, we'll go to the next call. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name? Hello, hello. Okay, we'll go to the next caller. Hello, you're on the air. Not sure. Uh, you have to lower your radio so we don't hear double, 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 double talk. My name is Moshe. Okay, and what lesson you learned tonight's story? That is true also. Okay. Got to lower the radio so we don't hear double, 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 double talk. Okay, hello, you're on the air. What is your name? Hello. Hello? Yes, you're on the air. What is your name? Okay, and what lesson you learned tonight's story? I wrote down six. You wrote down six things? Oh, great. What are they? Okay. One, be thankful for everything Hashem does. Two, right. you should always beautify a mitzvah. Right. Three, you should always trust in Hashem. Right. Four, whenever something is bad is happening, you should have Hashem. Right. Five, you should never stop trying. Right. Six, if you try really hard to do a mitzvah, Hashem, Hashem will make it happen. Wow, that was beautiful. You super, super, super listened to the story. Thank you very much. That was great. Thanks a lot. Okay, hello, you're on here. What is your name? Avi Galinsky. Avi Galinsky! 
Hey, there are other guys who are learning how to get in first. Okay. So uh, what lesson you learned tonight's story? Um, that we see that the, the, just because his phone snapped off really helped save his life. And all his farm also in the ocean. Excellent. Excellent. And you see that how, how, um, how, how when he, when he tried, when he was trying to do the mitzvah, Hashem helped him along finding Yedin and, and helping, and helping him with a seder. That was beautifully said. Well said. I'm just going to add one thing. Can I add it? Okay, go ahead, Jesse. You add it. Okay. Uh, it's true that because he lost his tefillin and he lost his farm, he thought, I is mea, but it turned out to be Gamzulatova because because they were lost, so he was able to, like, be saved, which was great. And then there's one little thing. You're almost onto it. Do you think you know something that saved his life itself when he fell overboard? You know what it is? No? Okay, we're on another phone call. Okay, hello, you're on the air. What is your name? I'm Okay. Are you happy to know what it is that saved him? What's What's was it that saved him when he fell overboard? That he grabbed onto the... I didn't hear you chopping. What did he say? That he grabbed onto the log. Well, that's how he got saved. But what schuss did he get saved while others did not? That, that he, he didn't give up. He, he still tried to keep his children. Okay. And, All right. It's a nice try. And also, you should never lie. Another what? You should never lie. Never lie. Is in there? To a certain extent, yes. But sometimes there are special situations where you could lie. And you got to ask a rub about it. Okay, let's see. This will be the last phone call. Okay, hello, you're hello? on the air. Yes, hello? yes, let's see. Will you be the one to answer that question of what schuss was it that our friend Dr. Goodman got saved? What schuss did he, ha- did he have to be able to be saved? Hello? Yes, what schuss? That they wanted to keep the the the... Well, that was after he landed in Spain. But what saved him when he fell off the boat? Okay. All right. Nice try. Okay. So that's all the time we have. And Yossi, you want to give us the answer? Yes, I want to give you the answer. If you remember when he was in the bottom of the boat, he decided that he's going to catch up on learning while he was able to because when he was starting to be a doctor, he wasn't able to learn as much as he did and he always felt bad about it. So while he was on the boat, he was learning Torah. So in the schuss of Torah, he got saved. Wow. Terrific. Great. Okay. So we'll see you all. Bez Hashem next week. Goodbye.